Welcome back to another episode of the Quarterback Rankings. After last week's mayhem of the crossover between Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and the Quarterback Rankings, we decided to dial it back this week. It was too much chaos, too much madness. So it's just a solo, just me this week. Um, Not actually because of last week's madness, but just because the schedules this week were a mess. We were all very busy. I had no other time to record this besides like 2, 3 a.m. at night. So I'm just banging it out real quick. We're going to fly through it nice and quick. Uh, not, nothing, uh, I don't know. Let's just go. I'm out of words. I'm tired. Uh, we're going to start with our Thursday night game in the supposed hurricane that was supposed to happen and did not happen. Uh, we had the Carolina Panthers taking down the Atlanta Falcons 25-15. to Falcons made it interesting at the end, but Carolina was able to secure it with a field goal. Uh, Mariota played okay. He was 19 of 30 for 186 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick, along with 43 rushing yards, so 225 total yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. In a loss, but a competitive loss, even though the game wasn't very good. I'm going to say average for our boy Marcus Mariota. On the other side, we had P.J. Walker in a win, throwing 10 of 16 for 108 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Deontay Foreman ran for 31 31 times for 130 yards and a touchdown, along with a LaVisca Chenault rushing touchdown. That's how they won, controlled the game on the ground in the tough wind. I mean, for P.J. Walker, I mean, this he won the game. It wasn't terrible, so I'll put him at bad. Close as you're going to get to a Teddy ranking out of me alone. I'm not going to do it, though. Just just a bad performance from P.J. Walker. Nothing impressive at all, but got a win. Only thing saving him from terrible. Moving on to Sunday, and we had our Germany game with the hot Seattle Seahawks losing to the cold Tampa Bay Bucks after the come-from-behind win last week for the Bucks. To beat the Rams, they've now won two in a row. There are rumors that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are, in fact, back. We will see if that holds, but for now, they look to be in solid shape to once again claim the NFC South, as we all originally expected. Tom Brady in the game was 22 of 29, 258 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. I admittedly did not watch this. I didn't wake up in time for it. I did catch the end, but that was about it. Uh, According to the stats, from my rankings anyway, I'm going to give it a nice good ranking for Tom Brady, who's been consistently okay all year. Um, You can't really pin a lot of the Tampa Bay problems on him, uh, even though I would love to. You really can't. It's been defense. It's been offensive line. It's been a bunch of things, even with his marriage status in question. He's usually come through with solid games. They just can't seem to find the end zone a lot of times. Uh, But if these things continue, I'm sure they're going to be in the playoffs once again, and you're not going to want to face them in the playoffs. So good for Tom. Gino, another really, really good game from Gino. 23 of 33, 275 yards, two touchdowns, and 22 rushing yards. So basically 300 total yards and two touchdowns, no picks. Good for a good rating out of me as well. Gino is pretty much good every single week, day in, day out, 
wake up, Geno good, go to bed. That's how it goes on the quarterback rankings. Uh, next game, as we move into the regular Sunday slate, we had the Detroit Lions defeating the Chicago Bears 31-30 to in a really fun game for two bottom feeders. I mean, the newfound Chicago offense, as it's been the last few weeks, has been a lot of fun to watch. Detroit's always been pretty fun to watch with their no defense, lots of offense play style. Uh, came down to pretty much a missed extra point after a mess and gluttony of just crazy things happening in this game. Uh, Chicago took a six-point lead, missed the extra point, and Detroit ended up coming all the way back, scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter to win it. Jared Goff saw the game 19 of 26 for 236 yards, a touchdown and no picks, and obviously a win, including a game-winning drive. In the fourth quarter, with two hundred uh, two minutes left, it and it resulted in uh, Jamal Williams' one yard touchdown run after Amon Ra was tackled at the one yard line. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a good, even though uh, only one touchdown. Jared Goff performed well, obviously the comeback win, like I said, and just a fun game all around. A little bit better than average, closer to average. Uh, than you'd think, but I'd still, I'm going to give it good, just because they won, and it was a fun, fun game. Justin Fields, on the other hand, continues his <clears throat> impressive streak. Obviously, passing stats here aren't uh, jumping off the page. He was 12 of 20 for 167 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. A really bad pick six, albeit two. Uh, but he also had 13 rush attempts for 147 yards, two touchdowns for about 300 total yards, four touchdowns, and a pick, resulting in me giving him great. Uh, Justin Fields, the past few weeks, has looked like peak, I mean, Lamar Jackson, like his first year or two. They're starting to build plays from the Ravens' original playbook. Things might be falling in place for Chicago. They might have a new guy at quarterback. He might be the answer. Who knows? Um, But if the last few weeks are any indication, he is the real deal. And he's so much fun to watch week in and week out. I'm always wanting to tune in and watch Justin. Next game. Game of the year. Minnesota taking down Buffalo in overtime 33-30. So much craziness in this game. You had the Justin Jefferson possible catch of the year. I'm actually on the side of, it was a great catch. It was absolutely amazing. And then in the circumstance of the game, incredible. But in terms of greatest catches of all time, where it ranks and whatnot, I mean, I agree with the people that are saying, like, low-key, the defender kind of caught it for him. And he, like, took it away from him. It was all amazing, don't get me wrong. But, like, comparing it to Odell and the helmet catch and all these crazy catches you know, uh, in NFL history, I think is a little bit much considering, again, he really didn't, I mean, it was a great play. I'm not trying to take away from it, but the defender literally kind of handed it to him in the end. Uh, but Justin Jefferson, great, one, by far, like, I think the best receiver in the NFL at this point. Um, and then he had Kirk Cousins. Uh, they had a chance to go and take the lead. They were at the one-yard line. Kirk tries to sneak it in on fourth and goal and gets stuffed. Turns it over to Buffalo, who then Josh Allen just had to take a knee and the game was over but he fumbled the snap in the end zone recovered for a touchdown then he marched down tied the game with a field goal then threw a pick in overtime and they lost just crazy crazy stuff uh yeah Kirk Cousins stat line not insane 30 of 50 
357 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Even though it's an iffy stat line, I'm still going to say good for a lot of different reasons. Just clutch, one of the greatest wins of the season, one of the better wins of his career. Uh, just he looked good past the eye test. Uh, so I'm just going to give it good, even though the two picks and one touchdown and it being Kirk in the first place would usually sway me against that, but that's where I'm going to land there. Josh Allen, 29 of 43, 330 yards, a touchdown and two picks, 84 rushing yards as well for 400 total yards. This is almost the opposite of Kirk, where I'm going to land at bad here, even though the stats aren't very, uh, the stats aren't too bad, but I test, he had some bad, bad plays for the second week in a row. Um, I think he's playing hurt. Obviously, he got shaken up at one point after he threw a pick and making a tackle. Uh, I think he'll be okay going forward. But the Bills aren't looking like the force everyone thought they would be, a team that might go 15-16-1. Moving on to Denver-Tennessee. I watched none of this game. So, real quick, Tannehill, 19-36, of 36, 255 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Good. That's it. Russell Wilson, 21 of 42, 286 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Bad, because I hate Russ, and he lost. Bad. He's no fun. All right. Moving on. Jacksonville, Kansas City, 27-17 win for Kansas City. Pretty much coasted. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked solid in this game, but ultimately... Kansas City's was just too much for them. There was nothing to really do. Pat, Pat Mahomes on the other side was just amazing. 26 of 35, 331 yards, four touchdowns and a pick. Great for Patty. Back where he belongs in great status. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 29 of 40, 259 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. I'm also going to say good for that. Um, again, not he didn't get blown out against the Chiefs. Like, solid. Only so much you could ask for him. Uh, almost covered the spread. It was a nine and a half point spread, so the, he was right where everyone thought he would be. Cleveland, Miami, another blowout for the Dolphins. Thirty nine to seventeen win. Tua continues to look incredible. He's now a top three favorite in MVP. He passed Josh Allen. It's now him, Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts who are leaders for MVP. Mah- Tua would have my vote. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Not, not really, but love him. Two and on, I stand with him. 25 of 32, 285 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Great for Tua. Maybe another go to the week. We will see. Jacoby Brissett, 22 of 35, 212 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. 40 rush yards as well, so 250 yards total. It was a blowout, so I'm just going to leave it at an average. He wasn't bad, but they were just outmatched by the Dolphins on defense, and can't really blame Brissett for that that much. The Giants take down the Texans 24-16. Daniel Jones, another solid outing. 13 of 17, 197 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Once again, no mistakes for the guy. And just game manages, game manages, game manages, and gets another win. I'm going to put this as good. A perfect passer rating, two touchdowns. Like I said, no mistakes. He looked, I, don't, I didn't really watch it. I shouldn't say he looked good, but the stats look Pretty, pretty solid for Danny Dimes this week. Davis Mills, on the other hand, 22 of 37, 319 yards, a touchdown and a pick. I'm just going to put bad. I mean, 
I feel like every time they showed this game on red zone, it was just the Texans in the red zone and turning it over. I think he had a few fumbles. We don't do fumbles unless we know for sure, but I'm banking he had at least like two fumbles. Or at least I know Damian Pierce had one. The team was just a mess. The Giants are very opportunistic. I feel like they could have lost this game like 40 different times, but they always find a way to get a big turnover, make a big stop. Brian Dable has these guys just playing so, so well. Alright, next game we have got the Pittsburgh Steelers defeating the Saints 20-10. Call it on the Saints season, Dunzo. Andy Dalton was not the answer. I feel like you're better off playing Winston. they got to go back to him at a certain point. Surprised they haven't already. Dalton has never been the answer. He was okay for Cincinnati a few years, but... Expecting him to carry your team to the playoffs, I just feel like was never going to happen. He went 17 of 27 for 174 yards, a touchdown and two picks against a bad Steelers team. Obviously getting TJ Watt back, but still terrible performance from me. The first terrible of the week, that's interesting. Quarterbacks have not been that bad this week. That's And this even wasn't that bad, but just eye tests and bad losses. Our first terrible of the week. Jalen Pickett, 18 of 30, 199 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks, but had 51 rushing yards for a touchdown. I'll say, I would want to say bad normally for this, but I'll give him average because it was the best game of his young career and he got a win. So, average for Jalen Pickett. I know it's Kenny, but it's Jalen for me. All right, next game. The Colts and Jeff Saturday's debut take down the Raiders 25-20. to Call it on Josh McDaniels. I don't know how he's still a coach in this league. That's crazy to me. The fact that Jeff Saturday comes in and beats him in his first game after no experience coaching is pretty pathetic for the Raiders. Bad showing all around by the entire team. Wasted a great performance from Devontae Adams again. This team is just a mess. Saturday comes in. Reinstates Matt Ryan because, you know, he's the better quarterback. He's better than Ellinger. Um, it's not his fault he was bad early in the year. Everyone kind of knew that. The offensive line was just god-awful. And Saturday comes in, an offensive line guy, and he apparently, like, he screamed at the offensive line. He's like, this is your fault. And they come out, have a good game. Jonathan Taylor, also a good player. What do you know? He comes in, 22, 147 yards on a touchdown. And the team is back. Ryan also had a rushing touchdown. Like, the team was just firing on all cylinders. Uh, Ryan Total was 21 of 28, 222 yards, a touchdown, no picks, along with the 38 rushing yards and a touchdown. I'm giving him a good for this. A nice, solid game for Matt Ryan. Bounced back in his first game back, and a nice win for the Colts, who are still somehow in a hunt for a division title. Derek Carr, on the other side, was 24 of 38, 248 yards, a t- two touchdowns, no picks, I mean, this is a pretty solid game. Um, I'm not really sure where things went wrong, considering I didn't really watch much of it. The fact that he had this stat line, no picks, uh, leads me to believe there was a few fumbles. Let's see. Colts did not have a single forced fumble. So, genuinely, no clue what went wrong here. No idea. But I'm going to assume that it's just all Josh McDaniels' fault. Him and... 
um, Hackett out in Denver are just two of the worst new coaches I think we've ever seen. Obviously, McDaniels has coached before, but he's also been really bad. After that 6-0 start he had in Denver, I think he went, his record is just atrocious. I can't believe he still has a job. He's going to go crawling back to Bill Belichick pretty soon before you know it. Um, how I ranked Eric Carr, I'm just going to put him at average because I genuinely don't know where to put him. Because the style hunt's pretty good, and he lost by an embarrassing loss. So, average, Derek Carr, average. All right, uh, moving on. Almost done, a couple more games. Dallas, Green Bay. Green Bay comes back from down 14 to win 31-28 in overtime. Uh, Dak Prescott had some bad mistakes. The Cowboys, in general, couldn't stop the run, were badly coached. It seemed like McCarthy uh, was just... uh, Trying to be like too cool coming back into Green Bay, and things got out of hand quickly. Rodgers was up for this game, had a pretty almost perfect passer rating 14 of 20, 224 yards, three touchdowns, all to Christian Watson. He was great this game. He was fired up. He was happy to be back. He was playing against McCarthy, kind of rejuvenated him. You could see 12. We'll see if this is the start of something for Green Bay, if they finally bounce back, if they carry it into the following weeks. They play tomorrow on Thursday Night Football against the Titans, a game if they were truly back, they would find a way to win against a well-coached uh, Titans team in Vrabel. So we'll see what happens there, but a great performance to win this game for Aaron Rodgers. Dak on the other side was 27 of 46, 265 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. I'm giving him bad just because... I mean, the Packers were dead. They had him dead, up 14, and he gave it away. Some bad picks, just a bad bad game all around from Dak Prescott. He'd tell you that himself. He knows it. Bad game. All right, uh, moving on to... (laughs) This was funny. Rams defeat... I mean, the Cardinals defeat the Rams 27-17 in the backup bowl. We love to rank backup quarterbacks here. Um, the first game, uh, the first ranking of the year for John Wolford, along with Colt McCoy. Welcome to the 2022 list. They've both been ranked before. They're, they've been in and out of our lists. Uh, this game, Colt McCoy, 26 of 37, 238 yards, a touchdown, and a win. I mean, solid game. I'll give him good for that. Good job, Cole McCoy. Beat, I mean, the Rams obviously stink, but comes in, does a better job than Kyler, honestly. I'm, I've been off of Kyler this year. Maybe they, maybe he gets a little Ewing theory, as Bill would say. Take his job. Obviously, he didn't beat a very good team, so it's hard to say, but I was impressed. I actually was. Watched a decent amount of this game on red zone. Wolford, 24 of 36, 212 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. I'm going to say bad. <laughs> Is it terrible? I'm going to say terrible just because we haven't had many terribles, and we're going to need some competition for Woat of the Week. So terrible for Wolford. Um, next game. Sunday night, or, yeah, Sunday night football. The Rams beat the Chargers 22-16. to Herbert, 21-35 of for 196 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. I'm putting him bad. This is not his fault. This team is just disastrous when it comes to injuries and what they've had to deal with this year. It's almost sad to watch. They actually looked good in the first half, but the Niners made some adjustments in the locker room and just, I mean, they just made it impossible for the Chargers to come back um, after they took the lead. 
Herbert looked lost at the end of the game. Nobody was helping him. Josh Palmer had some bad drops. Everything was just a disaster. I feel so bad as a big Herbert fan. I hope Keenan Allen and Mike Williams can come back at some point soon and help them. They still have a decent record, a shot at the playoffs. I'll be rooting for them. Jimmy G, 19 of 28 for 240 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, but he had a rushing touchdown, which will put it at average for me. If not, it would have been bad, but the rushing touchdown saves him. But the defense and running game is what carries San Francisco and will, will make them very, very dangerous come playoff time, and nobody will want to face them. The Kyle Shanahan's offense. Our last game of the week was one of the crazier ones, probably one of the best Monday night games of the year. Uh, the the Commanders upset the undefeated Eagles 32-21. to Taylor Heineke went 17-29 of for 211 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. But, a man, I mean, I test, man. He had the team fired up, made some big plays when it counted. The running game was good. I'm going to give him just average for this. The stat line is pretty terrible, but knowing who he is and loving the guy and beating an undefeated team did what he had to do. I'm just going average here. I think it's a very fair ranking. Jalen Hurts, his worst game of the year by far, 17 of 26, 175 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, along with a rushing touchdown. The stats are pretty good, but timely, timely errors, timely mistakes, timely fumbles, even though it wasn't his fault that Quiz Watkins dropped the ball. I'm just going to put it at average. I debated bad even, but... Just for losing your first game of the year like the way they did, for not stepping up when it mattered, making a big run when they needed it, I'm putting him at average to close the week. All right, that'll do it. We just have our Woten Goat. Very interesting this week. Quarterback play wasn't awful, unless I'm just being crazy lenient, which I don't think I am. There wasn't really a standout. Like, oh my God, this guy was absolutely terrible. Um, I'm looking back at the rankings now. Um, our vote of, uh, of the week candidates would just be between Dalton and Wolford. And I'm going to be honest, don't feel good about it. So here's what we're going to do. Josh Allen, I had him at bad. But you know what? Vote of the week. For, for literally throwing the game-losing pick in overtime one. And the fumble at the, go- at the goal line when you already won. Honestly, his stats weren't awful. He done, did some great stuff, 400 total yards, but just because I don't have a good candidate here and because of how embarrassing that loss was and for the second week in a row, Josh Allen, load of the week. Could have been Dalton, but I'm not doing it. That's no fun. Josh Allen, you'll be back. If you're not hurt, you'll be back. All right, and then GOAT of the week, our candidates, Justin Fields. Patrick Mahomes, Tua, and Aaron Rodgers. Justin Fields lost again, so unfortunately, he cannot be in consideration. Patty Mahomes in a 1 o'clock game against the Jaguars, winning by 10. Solid game, but you know what? I'm not going to give it to you. Tua, another amazing game, but against the Browns, and having won it two weeks in a row, not going to give it to you. Who gets it? 12. Back in the GOAT status, where he belongs. His best game of the year. Greatest, uh, second best game of the week, obviously, because of uh, the Vikings-Bills game, but an amazing game. Green Bay, we'll s- very interested to see if, they'll, if they're uh, all the way back or not. But for this week, I think oh, the perfect GOAT would be Aaron Rodgers. All right, that'll do it for this week's quarterback rankings. Glad I could fly through it really quick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of want to 
hang up here. Not much else to say. Uh, follow us at Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that jazz. Uh, catch out, catch up on everything else that's been dropping. Busy day, lots of pods you can catch up on. Hoopfiends had a size up come out. We'll have a real pod on Monday as well. So lots of stuff there, along with our fantasy football survivor pod. Check out why Tim J is so angry and what happened to Tim J on the wheel. Gotta, gotta check it out. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time.